2: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning,
2: breaking news. Japan rocked by a powerful earthquake. Residents forced to duck and cover. Tremors felt across the country. Desperate but defiant, Ukraine's president pleads for more help in a speech to US Congress. Three dead but police worry there could be more for search for answers over a Sydney boarding house fire. Mean Girls claims Anthony Albanese accused of turning a blind eye to bullying and harassment. And the MCG lights up as the demons thrash the Bulldogs.
0: This is 7 News. Jody Spears.
2: Good morning. We begin with breaking news. A 7.3-magnitude earthquake has rocked Japan, striking off the coast of Fukushima in the country's north. Social media videos captured the force of the tremor, which lasted for several minutes and caused major power outages. <laughs> It prompted a one-metre tsunami warning from the country's weather agency, which has since been cancelled. Also breaking this morning, Ukraine's president has made an emotional plea for more help from the US, invoking the horrors of 9-11 and Pearl Harbour in an address to Congress. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. His speech cut to the very heart of the tragedy unfolding in Ukraine.
0: Yes, good morning, Jody. President Zelensky proving pretty adept at lobbying foreign politicians. We've already seen him address the House of Commons, uh, Canada's parliament just yesterday. Today, lawmakers crowding into an auditorium beneath the US Capitol building uh, to listen to him give an address and also uh, play some uh, video footage of some of the carnage that's occurred in his country and then plead with them for more military assistance and in particular... In particular, plead with President Joe Biden. The President Biden, you are the leader of the nation, of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace.
3: The American people are answering President Zelensky's call for more help an additional $800 million in assistance. That brings the total of new U.S. security assistance to Ukraine
0: to $1 billion just this week. The extra assistance worth about 1.1 billion Australian dollars will mean 800 new anti-aircraft systems, 9,000 anti-armour systems, shoulder-launched missiles and about 20 million rounds of ammunition that the US is now pouring into the Ukraine conflict. Two things, though, President Biden did not announce, a no-fly zone, and he is not yet allowing... Polish MiG fighters to be flown in to help Ukraine. Jody.
2: Okay, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. Russia's relentless bombardment of Kyiv continues as the city's residents shelter during curfew. A 12-storey apartment building was damaged by Russian shelling this morning. Ukraine's second-largest city, Kharkiv, is also came under attack, and there are reports 10 civilians were killed while waiting in a queue for bread in Chernihiv. In Mariupol, another 20,000 residents have been able to flee to safety. NATO has again ruled out establishing a no-fly zone following a meeting of the Alliance's Defence Ministers. There has been some progress in peace talks between Russia and Ukraine with both sides seeing room for compromise. A man charged over the deaths of three people in a Sydney boarding house fire will remain behind bars until his next court appearance. 45-year-old Richard Hotterham didn't apply for bail when he faced court yesterday. The boarding house was home to at least 11 men aged 40 and over. Emergency services will return to the burnt-out building today to try to recover the body of a fourth person who is still missing. As further industrial action threatens Sydney's rail network, the Transport Minister is preparing to sit down with the unions to try to end the ongoing dispute. David Elliott has confirmed he's meeting with members today to discuss a way forward. Commuters could be treated to free travel on Fridays, which is on a list of demands from the union. But another shutdown is still on the table if a resolution isn't reached. Labor leader Anthony Albanese has ruled out an inquiry into claims of bullying among female party members. Political reporter Jennifer Beshwati joins us from Canberra now. Good morning, Jen. He's hit back at allegations of so-called mean girl behaviour.
3: That's right, Jody. Good morning. These allegations are that the late Senator Kimberly Kitching, who died of a heart attack at just 52 years old last week, was subjected to ongoing bullying, isolation and hostility by senior Labor colleagues, singling out Penny Wong, Christina Keneally and Katie Gallagher. But the opposition leader yesterday denied the existence of any cultural problems within the Labor Party. He wouldn't commit to an investigation and instead got quite angry with the media for for asking the questions. He also took offence to the term mean girls, a reference to a popular movie used by the late senator's friends. Now, Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who's previously uh, been slammed by the Labor Party for the culture within the Liberal Party, says Anthony Albanese can't just hide this under the rug.
0: These are very distressing claims, and I I don't think they can be just dismissed. Clearly, they they need to be addressed, and I'll leave that to to the leader of the Labor Party to address.
3: Kimberly Kitching's friends uh, uh, say that the women who allegedly uh, bullied her should apologise. Her funeral is on Monday. Jodie? OK, Jen, thank you. Australians can start booking their
2: New Zealand getaways again with quarantine-free travel across the Tasman set to resume next month. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern announced yesterday she would bring the reopening date forward from July to April 12, saying New Zealand is ready to welcome back the world. Fully vaccinated travellers from visa-waiver countries like America and the UK can visit from May 3. Two children killed in a suspected murder-suicide in WA have been identified as Abbeyay and Aidan Selvan, aged 10 and 8. Their bodies were found inside a burnt-out car on Monday, along with their mothers. The children's classmates and teachers, struggling to understand the tragedy, have laid floral tributes outside their school. Their heartbroken father flew back to Australia overnight. Relief could be on the way for drivers. Wholesale petrol prices are tipped to fall soon as more oil is released in the Middle East to compensate for global sanctions on Russia. A petrol station in northern New South Wales slashed the price of unleaded to just 99 cents a litre yesterday for one day only and locals rushed to fill up. The list of products and services hit by the fuel hikes keeps growing. Bega Cheese is warning of potential double-digit markups for milk and cheese as farmers' costs rise rapidly. South Australian Premier Stephen Marshall has called in the big guns to bolster his election campaign in the wake of a bombshell poll predicting a Labor victory on Saturday. The Liberal leader was joined by John Howard as he tried to shore up votes in the battleground seat of Newland.
0: He's put South
3: Australia back on the national map economically.
2: Mr Howard talked down the accuracy of the polls, saying they can often be a poor guide. A Victorian truck driver has narrowly avoided disaster after a chunk of concrete was hurled from a freeway overpass, smashing through his windscreen.
0: Wham! Just, I just didn't know what hit me. It's, it just went off like a bomb in the, in the cab. The glass shattered everywhere.
2: The concrete struck him in the chest, but thankfully he escaped with only bruises. Police believe it was a deliberate act and are now searching for the person responsible. New research has revealed a link between low levels of folate and the onset of dementia. The study found people aged between 60 and 75 who have a vitamin B9 deficiency were more likely to be diagnosed with the disease. They were also more likely to die from other causes over a four-year period. The study's authors say folate levels should be routinely monitored in old age. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose by more than 9%. The All Lords finished the day up 79 points. The ASX 200 also rose. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,909 an ounce. Oil is $96 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying $72.5 US cents, almost 86 Japanese yen, and $1. six New Zealand. Cricket legend Rod Marsh will be laid to rest at the Adelaide Oval today. The former star wicketkeeper died after suffering a heart attack while promoting a cricket tournament in Bundaberg two weeks ago. Family and friends will attend the service and a live stream is being set up for those who can't make it. The Federal Court has heard Ben Robert Smith vowed to choke the enemy to death with his bare hands after an SAS soldier was killed in Afghanistan. But the war veteran has previously denied making the comment, claiming that's not how he speaks.
1: He is the elite soldier who spoke to Nine Media and still serves in the SAS. Person 7 toured Afghanistan as a commander with Ben Robert Smith in 2010 and detailed how they were looking for a Taliban killer who escaped before the patrol stormed the compound. In one room, I saw an Afghan man sitting there on his own. He wasn't posing any threat. He rolled onto his side and made a whimpering sound. I couldn't prize him from the fetal position. Ben Robert Smith got on one knee and threw three to five punches into the side of the Afghan's head. He accused Robert Smith of assaulting innocent Afghans in his quest to hunt down Hek Matula, who killed three Australian soldiers in 2012, and said Robert Smith was especially angry when Sergeant Blaine Didhams was killed that same year. Before this trip is over, I'm going to choke a guy to death with my bare hands and watch the life drain out of his eyes. Ben Robert Smith denies he was a bully or committed war crimes. Under cross-examination by Ben Robert Smith's barrister, Arthur Moses SC, he admitted he didn't think the soldier was deserving of the Victoria Cross medal and he made his feelings known amongst members of the patrol. He denied he set out to ruin Robert Smith's reputation because he was consumed by hatred. Leonie Ryan, Seven News. Two British Iranian nationals are flying home to the
2: UK after being released from jail in Tehran. Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe has been held in Iran since 2016, accused of plotting to overthrow Iran's government. Retired engineer Anousheh Ashuri was arrested in Iran in 2017 while visiting his mother and was jailed for 10 years for spying. Their release follows years of lobbying by the UK government. A murdered girl known for decades as Little Miss Nobody has finally been identified in the US. The little girl's burnt remains were found in the Arizona desert in 1960. DNA testing has now revealed she was four-year-old Sharon Lee Lagos of New Mexico who was abducted from her grandmother's yard. The girl's parents have died, but her nephew has praised detectives for not giving up on the case. A NASA astronaut has broken the record for the longest number of consecutive days in space. American Mark Vonderhae has spent 340 days aboard the International Space Station, breaking a record previously held by retired American astronaut Scott Kelly. He's been there 355 days all up. Vonderhae is due to return to Earth in the next few weeks. Sport now and footy has returned to Melbourne as the Demons started their AFL season with an impressive win in a grand final replay against the Western Bulldogs at the MCG. The Demons kicked the first four goals of the game before the Dogs fought back, kicking the next eight goals themselves. However, from half time, the game belonged to the Premiers.
0: It's got to come back from left to right and it does!
2: A six-goal streak saw Melbourne run out 26-point winners. There are four more games in Melbourne this round. Carlton play Richmond at the MCG tonight, live on 7. Rabbitohs coach, Jason Dimitriou, wants Latrell Mitchell to bring his usual fire and passion in his return to the NRL. Souths were hit by a downpour at training. Mitchell is set to play for the first time since the six-game ban for his high hit on Joey Manu that ruled him out of Sydney, South Sydney's finals campaign.
0: It's about getting him fired up and, and right, ready to go at the right time. I want his passion. I want him out there. I want him um, loving being, being out there with his South Sydney jersey on.
2: In just his second game of his rookie season, Dimitriou goes up against Craig Bellamy tonight in what will be Game 500 for the Melbourne Storm Master Coach. A dogged batting display has seen Pakistan hold on to draw against Australia in the second test in Karachi. With Pakistan starting Day 5 at 2 for 192, chasing 506, Captain Pat Cummins gave the Aussies an early sniff of victory, picking up the first two wickets but missed opportunities from the tourists and a brilliant knock from Babar Azam took the test away from Australia. The Pakistan captain's wicket on 196 saw a mini collapse late, but they held on 7 for 443 at stumps. Getting so close, so far ahead of the game and not coming out with a result um, can feel like it's a you know, missed opportunity. The decisive third test starts in Lahore on Monday. Novak Djokovic will be allowed to play at the French Open even if he doesn't get the COVID-19 vaccination. Organisers of the Grand Slams say so long as the coronavirus situation in France remains stable, Djokovic will be allowed to defend his title at Roland Garros in May. Djokovic has been kicked out of the Australian Open and Indian Wells tournaments so far this year due to his vaccination status. Russian players will be allowed to compete in Paris but only as neutrals due to the invasion of Ukraine. Taking a look at the weather around the country now. The trough and low will generate showers and storms over the Top End, Northern WA and Western Northern Territory. A cold front will bring showers over Victoria and Tasmania. Around the capitals today, a possible light shower in Brisbane heading for a top of 30 degrees. Partly cloudy 27 in Sydney. Partly cloudy 25 in Canberra. A possible shower 29 in Melbourne. Humid with a shower or two developing in Hobart, 27 degrees. Sunny and 29 in Adelaide. Mostly sunny, 32 in Perth. And a possible shower or storm, 33 in Darwin.